Hello and welcome to Cannabis Grand Rounds, a production by physicians with advanced degrees in cannabis medicine. Your hosts, Dr. Lee Van Oker, Dr. Les Matthews, and Dr. Hal Altman, will offer unbiased medical cannabis education for healthcare providers and the motivated public. Our content is selected with the objective to fully explore cannabis as science and medicine and pledges to reflect current cannabis knowledge with no hidden agenda nor sponsorships. Hello, my name is Dr. Les Matthews, and I want to welcome our audience back to another episode of Cannabis Grand Rounds, a podcast produced by healthcare professionals for healthcare professionals. I'm again pleased to be joined today by my co-founders of this podcast, Dr. Lee Van Oker and Dr. Hal Altman. Welcome back, guys. Always fun. Nice to be with you, Les. Thank you, Hal. We have been covering in our most recent uh, podcast recordings topics that focus on the cannabis plant and the botany and the various medicinal components of the plant and so on. And in this particular segment, I thought it would be interesting and useful for our audience for us to take a deeper dive into the subject of hemp. Uh, I think the general public hears a lot now about hemp and CBD for a variety of reasons, and I think it will be uh, beneficial and educational for us to get into this topic in more detail. So to start, start this off, hemp is now legal at the federal level, and cannabis and marijuana is not. Why is that? Well, you know, it's interesting. So back in 2014, we did have a farm bill that allowed universities and the State Department of Agriculture to cultivate what they called, in quotes, industrial hemp. And it was a pilot program really to generate research. And they made that distinction between industrial hemp and marijuana related to the concentration of THC in it. So they said that the THC content of this hemp needed to be less than 0.3%. But it, you know, back in 2014, it did fall short. It did not modify the Controlled Substance Act. And truthfully, hemp and the CBD that was in it was still considered a Schedule One and a federal crime. But then in 2018, and there was a lot of hard to believe, bipartisan acceptance of this, um, actually led by Mitch McConnell, probably because Kentucky was uh, a perfect place to farm hemp. And um, they provided the farm bill, which under the 2018 farm bill, they didn't call it industrial hemp anymore. And they reworked the definition as its derivatives and extracts for products like CBD. And um, the products, CBD, was then removed from the Controlled Substance Act. Um, however, the FDA still said, you know, we need to exert our authority. We can still control CBD. Um, so at that time, they said it couldn't be called a supplement, you know, like a dietary supplement and such. And uh, they still try and hold a tight rein on it. And as we know, there is one FDA-approved CBD product that comes from a plant from GW Pharmaceuticals, which is Epidiolex, and they keep exerting their pressure, saying that's the only legal uh, CBD that should be used in medicine. But of course... Now that it's freely available in the economy, people are using it all the time. 
And Lee, how how does how does hemp uh, differ from cannabis from a legal standpoint? Well, the definition is it has to be less than zero point three percent of uh, THC, and the USDA now uh, has oversight. So now you can claim that you're organic. You know, with cannabis, you can't say, "Oh, this is an organic product" because it's still federally illegal, and the USDA has control of organic. It helped farmers with a couple things. You know, they could get crop insurance for it if something happened to it. But now the USDA will go in and test your hemp product. And if the hemp is higher than 0.3%, it's called a hot crop. And you have to destroy it or yield it to the government. Um, and that's why they're, I think they allow farm insurance. Because as we said, you know, plants aren't factories, right? And if it's extra sunny in a field and it needs more... <laughs> It needs more sun protection. It might make more THC, but they're very strictly uh, regulating all of that. So hemp is is a very versatile uh, crop, if I understand. Uh, it's American to use hemp and CBD because George Washington grew it. Um, <laughs> but he, he grew it uh, mostly for uh, fiber, for hemp fiber, uh, as well as uh, seed. But today, the plants are... Uh, the most profitable use of the plants is in extracting CBD and, and using CBD on the market. Right. But buyer beware. I always tell patients they have to really watch out. I give them a list of some very reputable uh, CBD companies because uh, I think back in 2019, um, there was a study in JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association, and it showed that 62% of CBD products that flooded the market after the 2018 uh, Farm Bill passage didn't have what they said they had on the label. Some had no CBD at all. Some had more than it said in the label. And so you have to be uh, very careful. And I tell people, don't go into a drugstore or gas station and buy CBD. You need to look for companies companies that provide certificates of analysis. Because as we said in a prior podcast, hemp too is a bioaccumulator. So you want products where you can look batch to batch testing that, you know, there is no uh, heavy metals in it. There is no mold in it. There's no bacteria. I mean, that's all super important. So you have to, that's how you can tell if it's a decent CBD product. Do they provide certificates of analysis for your batch? And can you look it up online? So. But one, one of the product, one of the problems, excuse me, that uh, is associated with that is that there's really still no federal regulation regarding hemp production and uh, distribution and testing and so on. Isn't that correct? Yeah. I mean, it's not really federal. They are allowed to send it in between state lines, right? So you, you know, you can order your CBD product from a company like Lazarus Natural, which is very reputable. They have the testing and they show exactly what's in it um, batch to batch, and it can be sent anywhere in the country. And most of the states accepted that law uh, the Farm Bill Act, I, there there might be one or two states, and I would have to look it up, I apologize to the listeners, that actually it's still illegal in that state, even though federally it's illegal. You know, it's always the state's rights versus uh, federal. But it isn't, you know, the that's what the FDA is saying. You know, there's only one FDA-approved plant-based CBD, and that is Epidiolex. 
the FDA is uh, in catch-up mode uh, because um, there are so many products out there now that it's legal to grow and process it. Um, and uh, there are uh, fabulous claims concerning CBD. It's, it's become a panacea to some people. Uh, and the FDA is uh, sort of chasing their tail and trying to uh, expose companies that are making outlandish claims uh, regarding CBD. So, Lee, to your point earlier, it's extremely important that if patients are going to use CBD, that it, they make sure that it comes from a reputable source that has had the chemical analysis and uh, all the things that we talked about before. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, that's you're exactly right, Hal. The FDA is going after people that are making therapeutic claims about it. But we know from the Epidiolex study that it's useful, you know, in seizure disorders, even though it was approved for very specific genetic conditions, three genetic conditions in children. Um, uh, but you know, we also know that cannabis is medicine and it can treat things, but you really need to be careful with the CBD that you're using. So, so I want to be just absolutely clear for our audience that we have discussed the, the, the very significant importance of having CBD products that have been independently analyzed and tested, but that is completely voluntary, right? There's no mandate to do that. Yeah, it's true. Some of it is, it is true, because even in the state of Maryland, all of the laws that require third party testing are sort of geared towards medical cannabis. Um, and there is CBD in medical cannabis products that have higher levels. I mean, the definition of hemp is that the THC has to be less than 0.3%. But for these other companies, it is. It's like with dietary supplements in this country. A lot of um, third-party testing is is voluntary, and it can be very expensive and onerous because you do have to test batch to batch. The U.S. Pharmacopeia does some of that testing, but very few nutraceutical or dietary supplement companies will spend the time and money, and we know they all make wild claims. So that's how you can tell a good product doesn't make wild claims. They have done third-party testing. You can ask to see the tests in the certificate of analysis. That's what I tell my patients to watch out for. Has, has there been an overproduction of hemp in this country, do we know? I mean, has the pendulum swung the other way where people were all trying to get on the bandwagon and catch the wave with hemp and we have more supply than demand now? Do we know that? Uh, yes, we do know that, Les. The, um, the wholesale price for uh, raw hemp uh, has taken a nosedive and is about uh, one-third of what it was prior to uh, the 2018 Farm Bill. Well, this has been a wonderful conversation. I hope our audience has enjoyed the topic of hemp, which again has become very much front and center with the uh, regulatory changes that we discussed. So I thank you guys very much for your participation. And we'll be back again soon with another edition of Cannabis Grand Rounds. All information, material, and content on this podcast is for general informational and educational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for professional and or medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment by a qualified physician or healthcare provider. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. 
The use of this information and any materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. Cannabis Grand Rounds LLC does not offer personal health or medical advice. If you have a medical emergency, call your doctor or call 911 immediately.